0: Hello, Beings of Earth. I'm your host, Neil Verma. Welcome to brand Brandcast, where we decode what branding truly is so you can build a dominant e brand. In this episode, I want to spend some time clarifying what a brand purpose really is. Seeing as it's the core of your brand, and will shape everything your business is, does, and says, I think it's worth taking the extra time to make sure you really have a bone-deep grasp of what it is. Now, I could bore you to tears by rattling off what you already know about purpose, that it's the core reason your business exists, why you're in business, that it builds trust by proving to consumers that you care about more than profit, that you're willing to invest in your community, not just yourself, that it gives consumers an emotional connection to your brand, a connection that turns into loyalty and brand advocacy? Or how about the line that it makes hiring the best people easier? Because you'll attract like-minded talent who are invested in your brand thriving and who believe in what you're doing so are more likely to stay with you for the long term. All of which is true, but not necessarily helpful if you're trying to find a brand purpose for the first time. Unfortunately, the business world has a buzzword addiction, which means We have a habit of scrubbing the meaning out of certain words because we use them too vaguely and too often. Purpose is one of those words. So is city. another key word you need to understand because to connect with customers, brand purpose needs to be authentic. The challenge is that every business is different and every category has its own trends, obstacles, and strategies. It's not possible for me to talk about purpose on a podcast like this in a way that will perfectly apply to your business because that discussion will be irrelevant or incomplete for another entrepreneur. This is why we so often end up speaking in generalizations because we're trying to be helpful to as many people as possible, but what we end up with is vague, confusing, abstract ideas. And entrepreneurs are practical people. Abstract usually translates to meaningless. It's why you all like case studies so much. So today, I'm going to take a different approach to this discussion. Instead of me droning in on pleasantries you've already heard before, I'm going to let Dustin Hoffman, yeah, you heard it right, Dustin Hoffman teach you what brand purpose is and what being authentic means. For those who we might not know, Dustin Hoffman is considered one of the greatest American film actors. He's won two Oscars and has been nominated for five others. His most famous movies are The Graduate, Rainman, Man, where he starred alongside Tom Cruise, Midnight Cowboy, and Tootsie. All movies that were made before 1990, so I appreciate some of you might be a little less familiar with. Also, he played Captain Hook in Hook. Maybe a few of you caught that one as a kid. We're going to start with Midnight Cowboy. Don't worry if you haven't seen it because all you know, it's, I'll tell you about his most famous moment. Hoffman plays a character named Ratso Rizzo a conman with a distinct limp and ailing health. It co-stars John Boyd as Joe, a prostitute who dresses like a cowboy and is having trouble making money in New York City. In the scene you all know, Ratso or Joe are walking down a busy New York street towards the camera. Just as they step off the curb at a crosswalk, a taxi cab screeches to a halt and narrowly avoids knocking Ratso over. Enraged, Ratso bangs on the cab's hood and yells at the driver, "Hey!" I'm walking here. I'm walking here. He and the driver exchange a few more hand signals, and Ratso and Joe continue on their way. As Ratso jokes that jumping in front of a car isn't a bad way to collect insurance money. The scene is so famous, it has transcended the movie it came from. But it's also one of those centerpieces of Hoffman's career. It's never left out of the clip wheel summing up the decades of his acting. If you want to refresh your memory or by some chance you aren't familiar with the scene, I have posted a link to the clip on YouTube in the resources section below. And even if you are familiar with the scene, what you probably don't know is that it wasn't in the script. It wasn't planned. It was an accident. Hoffman has since explained that that sequence was particularly difficult to shoot because it required perfect timing. As the actress walked, it was imperative that they didn't have to stop for a red light, And they couldn't fake it because the scene is a continuous shot. There's no editing to hide behind. Keep in mind, too, that filming isn't just a matter of turning the camera on and off. Depending on the scene being filled, there's a huge amount of prep work that has to be done before you're ready for another take. Everyone has to resume places, including equipment. Equipment has to be rechecked that it's running smoothly. Continuity supervisors make sure all the tiny details of a scene are exactly where they should be. If in the previous scene, a character has a pencil behind their left ear, they make sure that pencil is in the same spot, behind the left ear and pointing in the same direction. And that goes for every conceivable detail in a shot. So a retake doesn't just take another 30 seconds to set up. They can be several minutes to several hours apart. This particular scene, the one that ended up in the movie, came after something like 15 misfires because of the red light. Finally, they got the timing right. And just as they hit the street, a cab pulls up in front of them suddenly. And if you rewatch the scene and pay attention, you can hear Hoffman initially mumble slightly. He says that in the moment, he was so frustrated with the cab, he wanted to yell, we're filming here, we're shooting a movie. At the last second, he caught himself, Ratsa took over, and his frustration came out as the iconic, I'm walking here. Personally, I think Hoffman doesn't get enough credit for the ad lib joke about insurance, and neither does John Boyd get much credit for the presence of mine not to break Joe's character. But the question that's really worth asking about this scene is, why is it iconic? Because the answer to that question will tell you everything you need to know about what a truly authentic brand purpose is. First, Midnight Cowboy was released in 1969. For this movie to have been made even five years before simply would not have been possible. In fact, Hoffman's first movie, The Graduate, which came out the year before in 1968, is widely seen as a movie that broke the barriers of what could be represented in a mainstream film. So Midnight Cowboy, to a contemporary audience, would have been a shocking new world to see in a theater. But this was balanced by a very familiar setting, the streets of New York City. So to begin with, a route cab driver, ignoring the rules of the road, which is a New York City cliche, gave Midnight Cowboy an authentic sense of place. The underworld might have been new, but it felt real. And more importantly, it became iconic because the moment perfectly encapsulates Ratso's identity. Conman is short for confidence man, and one of the reasons Ratso's character stands out is because of his surprising combination of a confident, streetwise attitude inside a limping body. This is only accentuated by the fact that Dustin Hoffman has a very slight build, particularly in comparison to Voight, who's doing his best to channel John Wayne. There's also a core defiance in Ratso that makes him captivating, but also sympathetic. A quality Hoffman also worked hard to capture in The Limp itself. Hoffman once explained to James Lipton on Inside the Actor's Studio that he would walk the streets of New York looking for a limp because it was important for him that it be real. He would walk behind people and try to imitate their gait, but nothing left right until he found a man with a limp waiting at a crosswalk. When the light went green, despite the limp, the man was a forced person to reach the other side, and that was it. Because it particularly encapsulated the sense of purpose in Raxo's life, that despite the petty crime he has to resort in order to survive, he has a sense of dignity about himself. He continually tells Joe that he may walk with a limp, but he's not crippled. He also wants to escape New York, where he's known as Ratso, to Florida, where he wants to only be addressed as Rico. It may not be a lofty purpose, but you can see his intention is not just to survive, but be seen and heard as someone. So when Ratso yells, I'm walking here to the cab driver, he's demanding that respect. Because what he's really saying is, I'm here. I'm important and valuable. You don't get to act like I don't exist. From a character who's had to assert himself his whole life just to get by, it's the crystallization of his being. And it's the intersection of all these emotions and impressions that makes the moment stick and feel real. So when we talk about making sure your brand purpose isn't wallpaper, this is what we mean. It's not just about finding a campaign slogan that sounds good. It has to be structural glue behind everything in your brand. And when we say it needs to feel authentic, it means what you say and do isn't just an expression of your purpose when everything goes according to the script, but that you react from your purpose. So when the metamorphical careening taxi crashes into the carefully set up scene or marketing campaign, your knee jerk reaction reinforces or better yet proves your purpose. In other words, you manage to yell, I'm walking here, instead of saying, we're filming here. You're in character, you're in the scene. And that taxicab might manifest in all sorts of different ways in your business life. It could be a global crisis like the COVID pandemic, which changed our lives and priorities dramatically overnight. Or it could be a sudden interruption to your supply chain, which means mass shortages of your product in a high demand time. Your local laws might change, and it might impact a closed, Cause to your brand's heart, or a TV series showcases your product as causing injury or death. This actually happened to Crockpot. After the show, This Is Us revealed a mysterious death was caused by a slow cooker burning down a house. In that case, the script was a problem, and Crockpot actually created a Twitter account just to reassure consumers the brand was not secretly a murderer. A more recent example would be the mass Black Lives Matter protests. That erupted following the death of George Floyd in May 2020. E commerce sock brand Bombas had one of the best responses to the crisis. In light of intense public pressure, most brands crafted some kind of response, although many settled for monetary donations and a tweet. Bombas was first quick to voice their support of Black Lives Matter and pledged $50,000 donations to organizations chosen by their Black employees, five of these te- organizations. Next, they declared Juneteenth an annual paid holiday for all their employees and pledged to reevaluate their partnerships. They also committed to re-evaluating their hiring practices to root out institutional discrimination. And what really helped them stand out was that they were careful to reiterate why these decisions were so important to them. Again, they were reiterating why these decisions were so important to them. Bombas has long been known as a brand with one-for-one donation model after the founder discovered socks were the most repetitive item at homeless shelters. They were clear, this investment in Black Lives Matter is rooted in their identity because although 13% of the population is Black, 40% of the homeless population are African American, a severe overrepresentation. Because systemic racism is a major cause of the Black community's greater rate of homelessness, Black Lives Matter is thus at the heart of Bombas's purpose. But they were only able to put the emerging crisis in the context of their purpose because they knew exactly what was important to them. That's why I think it's important to keep the image of rapso standing up for himself in mind. Because anytime your brand engages your purpose, that's exactly what you're doing, standing up for what's important to you and saying, this is what really matters and you won't run over it or threaten it. Corporate social responsibility is an outdated concept, and frankly, consumers are cynical about it. Making annual donations or running the odd charity event is often seen as walk-washing—brands trying to cover up harmful business practices with virtue signaling. It's why the demand for purpose-led brands has never been higher, because purpose-led brands take ownership of a problem. It's part of a brand's identity, just like I'm walking here stuck because it's an expression of rapso's identity. And we're not operating in world where consumers are buyers and nothing more. Increasingly, consumers are also critics and advocates. To be successful in a world where superficiality is no longer accepted, you have to build a brand that addresses consumers as full human beings with values, priorities, opinions, wounds, and aspirations. This is one of the fundamental problems in e-com today we obsess over social campaigns and sales funnels as if consumers are just potential transactions. While in that case, e-commerce is the taxi taxicab trying to run over our customers and neglecting to respect that they're more than a collection of impulses attached to a wallet. Just like Ratso is asserting that he's more than a criminal rat with a limp. One other thing to keep in mind, though, your purpose does not need to be related to a social issue or cause in order to be strong. It just needs to be relevant to you, your customers, and rooted in your business model and products. Casper is an exceptional example of this, another household DDC name. Although they rose to prominence by revolutionizing the mattress buying experience, their brand purpose is to improve everyone's sleep because good sleep empowers everything we do. This purpose has an obvious relevance for a mattress company, but it also extends to their buying experience, which eliminates stress and confusion with a streamlined product lineup, an industry-leading guarantee, and a much easier and cheaper delivery process. A more relaxed, straightforward experience that gives consumers greater peace of mind, a feeling of ease that reinforces their brand identity as a company that cares about the quality of your rest. It can be a social issue if that makes sense for your brand. But the core idea is that it has to resonate with your customers. It needs to be relevant to your customers' lives. We'll take a little detour here to William Goldman, a screenwriter who wrote All the President's Men, which again starred Dustin Hoffman, as well as Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, the Princess Bride and the adaptation of Stephen King's Misery. He tells a story about his first movie, Harper, which stars Paul Newman as a rather gruff private investigator. At the last minute, the film's director told Goldman he needed to write another scene so that they could put it under the opening credits. I'll post a link to a video of it as well in the resources if you're curious. Goldman figures the guy needed to wake up, so he wrote a sequence where Harper gets out of bed, gets dressed, and when he goes to make his morning coffee, realizes he's out. The idea came to Goldman because he realized that this guy who's divorced and living alone has a rather miserable life. So he reaches into his garbage can and pulls out the filter which he used coffee beans from the day before and he then takes a sip of his creation and reacts in horror to the taste. Goldman says he attended the screening of the film after it was released and was surprised when the crowd reacted with a huge laugh at the coffee scene. The movie went on to be a huge hit, but was that used coffee scene that people connected with and talked about? Probably because most people can relate to the desperation of needing coffee to wake up in the morning and our willingness to lower our standards when no one is looking. For Goldman, it was the moment that solidified Harper's likability from that moment on, everyone was rooting for him, and that's why the movie worked. And it's the same feeling of seeing yourself in the mirror that brands need to leverage when creating a purpose. I'm all tying it back to using Hollywood and stars here to explain brand purpose for you, and I hope it's making sense. Again, I'll reiterate, and it's the same feeling of seeing yourself in the mirror that brand needs to leverage when creating a purpose. If it has roots in people's real lives, real emotions, and real experiences, you'll have a brand that clicks. I'll also point out the entire scene has zero dialogue and no narration. It does not need to be explained because the audience is applying the context of their own lives, and even if they were reusing yesterday's coffee filter, They recognize themselves in harbor. Which brings us to one last lesson from Dustin Hoffman from Purpose-Led Branding. Hopefully you're starting to see how you're getting a more concrete sense of what we mean when we say your purpose needs to be authentic. But let's get a little bit more specific. It's tempting to hear the story between the midnight cowboy scene and credit Dustin Hoffman for staying in character in the heat of the moment. A phrase that suggests there's something artificial about it. And of course, acting sounds like the opposite of authentic. Dustin Hoffman was part of first wave of method actors into mainstream filmmaking. Marlon Brando and James Bean were pioneers, but it wasn't really until the late 60s that method acting became a dominant style. The Cole Notes version of method acting is that it's a collection of processes to help an actor give a genuine emotional response. Basically, an actor finds the character within themselves so, when they're acting the film or on stage, the character's emotions and reactions are the actor's emotions and reactions. Dustin Hoffman told Charlie Rose that the reason his performance as Rasso was so well received was because he said, I knew that was me. So, in the moment responding to the taxicab, it really was Rasso's authentic voice that came forward. In fact, One of the reasons Hoffman and his peers had such a difficult time getting hired for the first decade of their careers was because the concept of auditioning is so foreign to a method actor. You can't read a script for the first time and become the character because you haven't found them in yourself yet. But it's at that point when you fully identify with the character that acting becomes a natural extension of who you are. And in the heat of almost being run over by a car, why Hoffman could respond as Ratso almost instinctively, even when improvising. And this is what authentic means. And while I hope this has been a fun episode, you need to understand as it's important for your brand's survival. We live in a viral world where reactions are measured in minutes and seconds, not hours or days. The concept of an actor being able to improvise in character is perfectly analogous to what we mean by having Business agility. Are you able to improvise to changing circumstances, to shifts in consumer attitudes and lifestyles authentically in the moment? Because being authentic doesn't always mean following the script, and you're going to be called on to respond to the unexpected. Having a purpose, knowing what's most important, is the touchstone that allows you to react from the soul. It doesn't matter how carefully you have planned out the next three months and your campaigns, whether the script is perfect, Or if you have done 15 takes, you need to be ready to throw it all away in a second and respond to a new reality with the same values. Brands that don't have a purpose or aren't authentic are going to be exposed in these moments and are more likely to leave a lasting negative impression that turns consumers away. And it's these improvised moments that capture people's attention. Which brings us back to one last time to Dustin Hoffman. Improvisation is a critical part of his approach to acting because he understands this. He has explained before that movie screens are 70 feet wide, they're huge, and there's a lot of space to fill. And you're only going to fill it and captivate an audience with a real moment, an expression that's authentic and made necessary by a larger purpose. This is the essence of an authentic brand purpose. It's being more human and treating your customers like people, not wallets. You don't have to reinvent capitalism or solve world hunger, but you do have to take the time to understand your customers, the context of their lives, and what you can help them achieve. It's prioritizing human relationships because you understand that they're fragile. We all need the support that we can get. You've been listening to eBrandcast where we decode what branding truly is so you can build a dominant e-com brand. If you enjoyed today's show, please let us know. We'd love the feedback and we read every review we get. Not just that, but since our podcast is brand new, reviews help us out a lot. They increase the visibility of the podcast and help us reach more entrepreneurs like yourself. More importantly, your suggestions let us know why we're doing well and what we can improve on, so please post your thoughts. And as a thank you for taking the time, we're offering everyone who leaves us a review free lifetime access to the 7C Canvas platform. It's an online tool that allows you to fill out, save, and share as many versions of the 7c canvas as you can come up with what's the 7c canvas it's the ultimate one-pager building block technique to creating an e-com brand strategy it accompanies our flagship 7c method and is the perfect companion for our book checkout getting access is an easy three-step process first post a review on apple podcast five stars is always welcome second take a screenshot of your review and finally email your screenshot to reviews at ebrandbuilders.com and we'll reply back with instructions to access the new home of your brand strategy. Can't wait for the next new episode and want to hear more? You can find all our past episodes at ebrandcast.com and you can make sure you never miss a new episode by subscribing. Thank you again for tuning in today. See you in the next one. Bye for now.